0: No,
1: do whatever you say it. How do do. Tony Wilson continuing his life story? We're going to get a quick hour episode in, aren't we? We are. Uh, A lot of people new to the channel. If you haven't met Tony, um, in the description and in the pinned comment, I put links to everything else I've done with him. We've done 20 questions, and have we done a couple of parts? We've done two parts,
0: yeah, up to now. This is part three. So, uh yeah, crack on, mate. Away we go. Ah, well, I think we finished get it, in 1986 when I got out of um, a jail. And that's when... Well, for the first two years after I got out of jail, things were going OK. I had a job. I got a job at Baker. bakery. And then, how
1: did you get a job after getting out of jail? Were it difficult? No,
0: well, I went to my old dad's works, where he worked for all, most of his time. He was a foreman. Yeah. And I got a job. Uh it were nights, 12-hour nights, six nights a week, 76 hours a week. And I loved it. I got, I went to bed at, at half six because it took me about half an hour to get home. Yep. I didn't get up until quarter past five. Went to work. Went back. And I saved up, like, two grand. And that was a lot of money in them days. Was um, like prison then? All work and no play? It was good. Yeah, it was good. I didn't really have time to play. And then this bloody idiot, right cause trouble in the, over canteen, staying in the canteen too long, cause we we, cause we were working on the ovens, you got a 40 I minute, mean, every 40 minutes you got a 20 minute break. Is that because it's hot? Yeah, and he left me on there two hours. And management won't do now. <laughs> so as soon as he turned up, I just dropped head on him. Did ya? We were both in front of that boss and he's crying, please don't sack me, I've got a mortgage and i do your worst, I don't give a shit. Anyway, they sacked us both, so I thought, well, it, tough. Yeah, my dad weren't happy, but anyway, I got another job not long after that. But '87 scaffolding, junior scaffolder, but it was only supposed to be part time um, for a one specific job, which they had in Wiltshire. Yeah. So, I went doing that. Anyway, I loved it, that job. It was my favourite job of all time, you know, running up and down scaffolding at the side of old mills, putting them up 96 feet high I went once. I loved it. And I was there nine months. And during that time there, I used the money that I had to take my test, my driving lessons. Yep. So I had about 30 driving lessons, took my test, passed first time. So I was happy at that. Anyway, then I started dabbling. In drugs, bit of pot, bit of um, acid, mushrooms, that sort of thing. Taking it. Taking it, yeah. Well, you well, you've got to take it to have it. No, what I mean. <laughs> you can't not have it. You, you know what I mean? It. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking it. Uh, and then.
1: For Why some, was
0: it just? It was just everyone else, who I who were doing it, and I didn't really see the pitfalls. But that wasn't the problem. This lad was taking I'm um, on methadone and I had a little bit of that and it whacked my head out and I liked it. I thought, oh, was he on a script on yeah, it out
1: then? Yeah, and he didn't tell me the pitfalls of what it would do to you. So for those of you who don't know, not all fair with drugs, methadone is a heroin substitute. It, it is. got introduced into prisons instead of doing an old-fashioned rattle. Which I did in 2005. Which yeah. About Sorry. about 2.5 it coming to private sector and then public sector, was it about 2.10? I don't I know no, it
0: weren't when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up there doing my life sentence. But So it, it's basically an heroin
1: substitute. Yeah, and it.
0: it was strong. And I only had about 5 mil and I was whacked. So I kept migrating him for more and more and then one day when he couldn't provide it, I was like rattling and I didn't know what it was so I was running around like a headless chicken wondering why I felt so ill. Were you still quite young then? Well, it was 80, 87, 88. So, still in your 20s, late yeah. 20s. So, then I started getting heroin uh, and dabbling in that. Smoking. Smoking it at first, yeah. Um, but I had to keep going miles, for, get it, to Moss Side because there was no dealers in Farmworth then. Nobody dealt heroin then, in them days. Yeah. You had to go to Moss Side together. Do you remember the first time you went to Moss Side? Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> but I went, and I went to Gooch Close, and they just serve you, you go on your way, no problem. Then you get yep. on the bus back home. It's about an hour and a half there, round trip. It's a it's a, it's a mission and a half, for it that way. Yep. But you got nice deals, and I used to have to go every day. But then other people were starting getting on it, And I started to realise quite quickly, if I go to Side and buy a weight, I can chop it up myself, sell it to everybody, and then make my day's supply for nothing. So that's what I did, and I did quite well out of that, for a bit, and then I met this girl at a nightclub, my son's mother, got her pregnant. So within six months, I I, I thought about as well do the right thing, even though I shouldn't have, because it was for the wrong reasons. I moved in with her, but I still had all these drugs on me, on me, you know, on my mind, yep. and I had to still sort myself out. So I was wheeling and dealing without her knowing, providing her with money, which was keeping her happy, plus feeding my habit. Did Did she not ask where the money were coming from, or no? No, I just said, Better you not know. She weren't asked. Yeah? She was when she found out in the end, four years later. Yeah. I kept it secret from her. Uh, How
1: do you keep
0: uh, a heroin addiction secret from someone? Well, I got put on a meth script. So she knew I was on methadone. Yeah. So I was using that as why I was. How difficult was it to get put on a script? It was not easy. It was easy, sorry, not easy. It was easy. Literally, you go to doctors. You go to you go to your doctors. They refer you to somewhere in Bolton. It was. I yep. had to go every two weeks, do a piss test, prove that I had heroin in my system. They put me on a script, and I stayed on that script until 2005. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was on it every day. 2005 until I got me IPP sentence in 2005. So it wasn't did you? 70 use, mils a day then. Did
1: you use anything besides the methadone script? Uh, Do you want window down? Yeah, please. Sorry. I used the oh, methadone right. script
0: uh, in substitute for if I they couldn't get any gear straight away.
1: So uh, did you not have to take it to the doctors?
0: No. No, I you got brought it mine away weekly. With you?
1: Yeah, I got mine weekly. They give it you to come away? Yeah. They don't do that now, do they? If yeah,
0: alright with that. I didn't abuse it. I never said I didn't get it. I never said I spilt it. I never said
1: I broke it. I never took the piss. So that? Yeah. And on the days you couldn't, you'd use the methadone?
0: Well, I always got, but yeah, I, I used to sell the methadone as well sometimes. Or give it away to people who were desperate. I'd give it to girls a lot you know if I felt sorry for them and I thought "Yeah, come on fuck off rather than them say you give it to anything. addicts yeah because they'd be offering you to do anything
1: and I had it at work for no money sexual favours for, for so you'd drum. give them your methadone the so, so they didn't have to so they didn't do it's that it's a terrible vicious,
0: Listen, uh, vicious when I've been rattling at my worst I'd be fucking thinking about sucking a cock oh Tony come on really joking no no but I know lads who have yeah, I know lads who have, uh, no, I was joking. But it, 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 it gets that bad that you do anything. You get that desperate you do anything. And I was lucky and I was in a good position where I only needed to to scrape 60, 70, 80 quid together and I could get a, a, a quite a, lot, a big lot for that, chop it all up, sell it and get and double my money. And I was doubling my money every day and sometimes I was getting 300 quids worth a day and doubling my money. Um so I was doing okay out of it, but a lot of people depended on me scoring because they didn't want to travel to Moss Side every day either. Yeah. But over the years that I was doing it, people were more and more people were becoming addicts in my area. Why do you think that is, Tony? Well it was getting easier and easier to get hold of. I'm not blaming me for that. No, no, Because they would, they would have gone elsewhere anyway. No, no, I all don't all mean, mean, tell that. I mean that. I mean why Well, because it was becoming more and more... I don't know, I don't know if... The prisons made it worse when they started piss tests.
1: Yeah. I know that. Well, briefly what they did, didn't they? They made it so that governors could give you more time in prison if you got a positive piss test for drugs like cannabis. And
0: cannabis stays in your system for fucking a month.
1: Yeah, at least. And they'll give you the same
0: amount for a a smoke of cannabis as they would for gear and gear you can get out your system in three days two if you drink loads of water watering up don't they yeah i watered up a few times
1: so do you think do you think anybody ever uses heroin as like a, a social drug like coke
0: no no do
1: you think you use heroin out
0: of necessity yeah, at the beginning, for the first few weeks, it's it, it, it's pleasurable, it's for pleasure. But once you become addicted to it, your only thought from the main minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep is, where's my next fix coming from? And I used to always make sure I had enough to sort myself out in the morning, and enough before I went to bed, and I always make sure I had something for the morning. That was a given. And I'd hide it outside. I caught one lad trying to search for it, and I battered him round the camp. <laughs> He's trying to find me stuff. How
1: long after a hit would you would you like start to get desperate? Well, I wouldn't say desperate, greedy. I I was I was in
0: in the end. I was injecting, so I was injecting six times a day. Me. Morning. Mid morning. Dinner time, mid afternoon, night time, and bed. Yeah, six times a day, and quite a lot as well. Keith will tell you that. They used to fight over my spoon. They used to think my spoon were better than buying a fifteen-pound deal. So when you've
1: got heroin, yeah, you just put it with water. No, you put citric with it. Citric c- acid. Citric acid on a spoon with the filter, to eat it up, burn it. Draw that up. Into yeah, but your but fridge, I used to put a couple then? of crack deals with it as well. Wow, did you did you get a massive eye off that? Yeah, every
0: time. Every time, yeah. But after a bit, you just do you have to normal. increase it. You have to increase it, and in the end, my habit was massive. My habit was massive, and I, it was uh, becoming unsustainable because I was getting older as well, um, and there was people coming through my doors—dangerous people.
1: Yeah. When you say coming through your doors, you're not on about your letting them in, are you? No.
0: They, they, they're they beating the door in and trying to catch me off guard. I fought a couple of times. I fought them off. One time I didn't, and I got hurt, hurt badly. head hit, hit five times with an hammer. Still oh. fighting. My brother got his hand slashed with a machete. I got that cunt back on nine years later. I didn't see him for nine years, and then he come home landing in strange ways, I went, all right, Tony, how are you doing? Last time I saw him, he come. He was coming through my fucking door, so oh. I just battered him. He's doing our He got IPP in the end as well. And I saw it. saw it, saw my son a few years later, and he said, "Oh, he's been speaking to that guy, and he don't want any trouble." I said, "Look, I got him back. Tell him to stay away from me. I don't want to even see him. If he sees me, to head in the opposite direction because I will." Leveled. So
1: were people coming through door
0: for your stash
1: or yeah. money or you know, Both, both
0: any. Whatever they could get, it become very popular, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But um, I, I had a plan. I had two. I had um, two stashes. One where I kept fake money that I bought for a few quid, and it was fake. Yeah, it was forged money. And a couple of bags of gear. So I'd have that in a specific place. And if they come through my door, that's what they were getting pointed to. So they'd be off then. But yeah. it never happened. Um, they got a little bit the first time when they would slashed my brother, but they didn't get everything. The next day, I was at it, up and at it again, and he ended up getting 20 years for murder. One of them. The other one ended up getting IPP years later, and I've never seen any of them since. Uh, then I moved to Wimbenshire. Still heroin addicts, it, me and my brother. But I got into a different drug called amphetamine, speed, and that was a that was a killer. I was killing it on that. I was buying four and a half ounces, selling it in ten of deals, so I was making 2,800 pound out of 400 quid, 500 quid,
1: every week. It's a lot of bread, and what were you we spending the bread on?
0: Women and drugs.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, women and drugs.
0: Um, and I did that for about five years, and living in with this job, and So.
1: so your day was basically a, a normal day was taking drugs. You know, when you say women, do you mean ladies of the night? No, single
0: mothers, single mothers who were struggling. Yeah. And what it was, they were they, they were getting into debt with me, and I had I'm a sucker for a pretty face, yeah. You know, so I was letting them owe me hundreds of pounds, and then I, after a bit, I said to one, I she was beautiful she was she used a little bit of amphetamine she had kids but she didn't have a boyfriend she owed me about 230 quid and I said look you're taking the piss now I said you're never gonna be able to pay this money back you're just gonna keep asking and keep asking I said I'll tell you what though I fancy you I always have you know I have I said, "I'll tell you what let's come to some arrangement where mutually beneficial she said what do you mean I said friends with benefits I said you benefit me, I benefit you, if you say no, that's fine, I'll sort it out, but she, she said, oh, don't be daft, it'll spoil it, I said, oh, get, have a think about it, so I sorted her out, she went away, next day she rung me up, did you mean what you said, and I said, yeah, she said, can I get a, t- <laughs> can I get a taxi down, I said, yeah, that was 15 quid, <laughs> I said, yeah, so she came down, we had a good Session, I enjoyed it, she enjoyed it, sorted her out, paid for a taxi home another 15 quid. And twice a week she'd ring me up, can I come down? I say, Yeah. But because it worked with her, all the other girls that owed my money, I put them to them and it worked with them. So I had about six on the fucking crossing on the stairs. Really? Yeah. No none, none of them knew about each other. Because they all said the same thing, and I did too. Keep it done. Anyone finds out, and I'm hot, you're done. Yeah. And um, so that was that. But in the end, I couldn't keep up. But the, it was the amphetamine. It was just making me rampant. But I, be, I became a sex addict because of that. Because of, of me addicted personality. Yeah. I got a sex addiction. I was banging anything that moved. And that, 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 that was it was, and I always made sure they had food for the kids as well. And all the kids loved me, because I'd take this girl's kids to shop, and I just say, go on, give them free rein at the shop. They never took the piss, you know. They'd all get, I say, get whatever you want. They get whatever they wanted, and I'd go pay, and uh, they'd all be saying, when's Tony coming?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I, s- I suppose that's no bad thing, is it? Um, and I suppose a lot of people sort of do what they need to do to get by or whatever, don't they?
0: Yeah, they. I I, I, I was just sick that they were all taking the piss, really. And I thought, well, I switched it round so that they, that they was helping me and I was helping them. Yeah. But it, wasn't, it didn't seem dirty. It didn't seem wrong or dirty because they were all single. If they had boyfriends, I didn't want to know. Yeah. You know, there were single mothers who didn't have boyfriends, who didn't want a relationship, didn't want to deal with a man. And I didn't want a woman, well, I did, but not in that way. Yeah. Yeah, to, to be responsible. So I did that for years. I did that for years. I've still got a girl now, friends with benefits. Yeah. We see each other, I sort her out, she sorts me out, and then we part the waves until she rings me. Well,
1: you know, that's probably a good thing, is it not? It's better than sort of being. You know, I suppose there's lots of people in relationships that don't work, stuck in relationships. You're not or privy what?
0: to this information, I'm afraid. Sorry about that, but, um, um, sorry about this. I will uh, be as fast as possible. Don't worry, mate. That's the ex-wife. I've not got round to her yet. Uh, that was a disaster. I was going to fall and that was gonna fell off me. How the show with she did? There you
1: go. Uh, a marriage of convenience without being married, eh? Yes.
0: Very nice one. Very nice one. She's a pain in the arse at
1: times, but I manage it. There you go. There's no wrong with that mate, like I say, it can be a, a a relationship that's not working but or it's whatever. it's the friends
0: with benefits, you know. I get the benefit of time with her and she gets the benefit of I sort her out when I can,
1: cash. Not for drugs. Yeah. No, it's no to do with drugs. Drugs aren't a thing now. No, I, I ain't got a problem with that at all mate. You know drugs now for you, is it not even a question? No. No. Now, how long is it? How long did it take? You know, from a detox or whatever to get in your life when drugs have been a big part of it to to not have that. Well,
0: in 2000, I decided I'd had enough. So me and my brother ended up moving. I moved into a rehab. Peter moved into a bed and breakfast. Yeah. And I was in that rehab 21 months, but I couldn't get my own place. So I was getting frustrated and losing interest. So Peter got his own flat by then, after spending 18 months in a bed, a bed, and, bed and breakfast. That was horrendous. Um, but I only lived over at Road from me, so that was Andy. He was still using at the time. Um, so I ended up lapsing and got kicked out, so we moved into the flat and we became gyro junkies, basically. Just using when we got
1: Shackle
0: paid, junkies. Yeah, yeah. Just using when we got paid and living on the methadone in between. But that was horrendous as well. So anyway, um starting to get in trouble off the, the this guy upstairs. He was becoming a nuisance neighbour. You know, yep. one of them neighbours from hell. Yep. Uh, and I just kept saying to Pete, I'm going to end up doing him, and he's a prick. But I wouldn't go to his door and confront him. We used to shout at each other fruit ceiling. Need wick cables on the floor at five in the morning, and I'd jump out of my skin and start showering. Uh, and then I was talking to a friend, and I said, I know I'm gonna go to jail for him, but it'd be a good thing, because I need to get off this fucking shit. Do me in. Anyway, one day, he brought loads of uh, alcohol, this guy, to flat, so we started drinking. Now, alcohol and me don't mix, especially spirits. Every time I've had spirits, I've ended up hurting somebody. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, next thing, bearing in mind this has been going on for two years with this neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd had enough. So I years a knock on the door. I opened the spy hole, looked, and saw him stood there. And he was a big guy, you know? And I was getting, up. I was older than days, yes, not quite as the guy I was, and I was a bit like, you know, so I thought, I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll even the odds. So I looked through its bile and the hairs up back in my next stood up and I was up for this. I said, hang on mate, I'll wait there, I've been waiting for you. Went in the kitchen and got a meat cleaver. Went back out, opened the door and I said, you take the piss, you, and I just hit him on the head with it. He went to the floor, on his knees, and he grabbed me hand and I said, if you don't let go of my hand, I'll act yours off, and just didn't like that, so. Anyway, that happened, police come, they arrested me and I went to prison. Did you? Have you ever gone guilty? Did you go guilty? Yeah, ever? I've always pleaded guilty. Did I've, only ever, hand gone, hand I've only ever gone not guilty once and I got found not guilty. Because the, 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 my defense said, well, how come you pleaded guilty to all these serious offenses and you've got this poxy theft of a handbag in a nightclub and you're not pleading you're, not, you're pleading not guilty i said because i didn't do it that handbag was in that bog before i went in it end of and they, they believed me so i got found not guilty for that that's the only time i've ever pleaded not guilty all my other offenses i plead guilty for take, take it on the chin and that's what you do so i did so anyway i went to court pleaded guilty there were no but by but It was the 1st of May 2005 and IPP came out April 2005, the 4th of April 2005. I got arrested on 1st of May 2005, so IPP was already out, I was one of the first ones to get it.
1: So IPP sentence was for people, or it was supposed to be for people who didn't fit the lifer criteria, however, were a risk or a danger it was or for nonsense defense. basically
0: right really it was for sex offenders and serious sex offenders all right violent offenders too which yep. maybe I did deserve it yeah yeah I'm not saying I didn't but what I didn't deserve is to be five years over tariff when I didn't do anything in the jail system to warrant that but that was because I was waiting for places so I had to do four years in Strangers. so I got the sentence And I was one of the first, like I said, I never met any IPP prisoner with a a date before mine. All the time I did. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I've been on it, what, 17, 18, 17 years now, I did eight year, two months, and I've been nine years on license. Yeah. Next year I'm up to get it squashed, the license. So hopefully that'll go my way. Um, So basically, I gets into jail, gets into strange race, lands on I wing, because I'm an heroin addict. Yeah, So This is is my first, like, trial, yeah, so I did my six-week rattle, it was horrendous, yeah. I was rocking, it felt like I'd had the flu, which was 50 times a million worse than the flu. People had ripped my arms out and hit me well, but the soggy end of it, like, just, did you have DF one one eight? They give me whatever they give me. Didn't work. Put that way. I did me right. Is train spot in the film? Is that nah, no? No, nah, I didn't. I didn't really hallucinate. It was just bad pain and shakes, and you knew what, all you needed was a line of gear, and you'd be ree. Right. And people were offering it to me. I said no, nah, I'm not
1: interested. Not interested. I'm so on to the detox ma- wing. There's <laughs> heroin knocking about and. There people is. who I knew
0: were offering it me for free. They didn't. I didn't even have to pay them back. I said no, no. Anyway, I did my I Went on to H wing then. And then I, I got sentenced. They were all shocked
1: on because they, they were
0: only petty criminals. Really. Yeah, they were a they lot. Were all,
1: a lot of the people in the detox wing aren't. They in H wing where they move after, it's three to six months Yeah,
0: and no I, big sentence. And I got a life sentence, and they were shocked when I got come back from court. What do you get? Life. What? What? Yeah, with a three year, two month tariff. My barrister said, Oh, you'll be out after three year, two month. What a prick he was. Fucking eight year, two month I was in. So anyway, it gets into strange ways then. They put me on, is it the bottom jail? Yep. I went on to B Wing, or uh, the drug free wing. Now, you might disagree with this because I have heard you comment that you don't think the drug-free wing's drug-free. Yeah. It's drug-free if you want it to be drug-free. Right. It's not as prolific as, say, if you went on D-wing. Yeah. Yeah, D-wing is run free and do what you want. Yeah. The screws don't care, do they? No. They just leave you to it. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. But it was the over-50s as well and the drug-free wing, so I had a quiet life on there. But I was on there 18 months and in the end it was becoming a bit over-familiar sort of thing, and I was like, trying to have a laugh with the screws, but it was becoming a bit, yep. and I was sort of needing a move. So I moved to A-wing, is it outer? Yeah. the inner was the BPs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, the inner was the BPs, so I'm on the outer, and I got a cleaning job, and I was there quite well. I did that, and the, 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 the female officer was brilliant, you know. She, you know, she knew I knew my job, because I had spent two years in the workshop, with Josie. With Josie, yeah. Yeah, doing me uh, industrial cleaning, all aspects of industrial cleaning. I did me teacher trainer. I did everything, you name it, about industrial cleaning, I can do it. Josie, tell him Josie. She's that. about five foot nothing, or yeah. four foot nothing. Jockey but, weight, yeah. no weight on her. No, but you just respected her. Yeah. and No one would mess with Josie, I nearly swore them. No one would mess with Josie, because you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember anyone else. All I remember is all the lads who were coming over for the training for the cleaners was trying to get me to give them a squeeze. If they did a good enough job, yeah, one lad dropped his plug in the bucket and then tried to plug it in the wall and expected me to give him a squeeze.
1: I said, no, mate, that's dangerous. You can't be doing that. You cannot do that. It's dangerous. Industrial cleaning. I used to love going in that shop, me and chatting. and. <laughs> I was always in there. Nobody messed about in there, though, did they? No, I got on I with, with my job,
0: and uh, you were allowed to smoke them days, okay, so it weren't went, too yeah. bad.
1: You could have a fag,
0: you know. Um, I don't smoke nowadays. But yeah, so I did my time in and then I get psych- psych- psychiatrists or psychologists on my case then doing all these psychopathy reports or you're a violent offender Is that,
1: is that because you were an IPP?
0: Yeah and I'm a violent offender and yeah. I've got history of violent offending I had 18 uh, so, yeah, 18 previous convictions of uh, some form of violence be it assault, woundings, stabbings yeah. attacks, you know, whatever and this was an horrific one really because I hit the guy in the head with a meat cleaver so it was bad So they said I needed to address me offender behavior. So I agreed, I said fair enough. But they said, you're gonna have to wait to go to Channing's Wood, because that's the only jail. And they called it Cannabis Wood, back in the day. Yep. But it weren't like that when I were there. There were drugs, but you had to go on the different wings for that. I went on the drug-free wing again. Stayed on there, and it was drug-free, practically. And any drugs that did seem to appear, soon got dealt with. What? What did you go there for? To do the cognitive self-change program. It was a two-year programme. Yep. You was in class from nine o'clock till half three every day, five days a week for
1: two years. Did it address, and I don't mean what they did, for you, did it give you it gave me the
0: key skills to use what I use now. Where when I get into a situation, I can talk my way out of it or walk my way out. So I it, don't literally, my brain doesn't go to where it used to go to, fight or flight. Man, and be straight in there, fight. Yep. I think now my so brain change changed. It, then? Did it, it, work? Did, it did work. Yeah, because they're they're constantly giving you these these skills. And you're constantly using them in the jail. You know when you get divvies all around you? Yep. And you think, usually you just give them a slap. Or you take them wherever and have a fight. That couldn't do. So, I still got angry. And I still felt like doing them in. Yeah. But, the way they make your brain work now, instead of... you, Right, first of all, there's an action. Somebody will do something that yep. creates a thought or a feeling in your head. That feeling creates a thought. And then you think that... Cunts taking the piss, right? Next thought, do him in. So you've got to change all them f- f- thoughts. You, I had, I had faulty thoughts. Yeah, someone, had, an action had happened, something had happened, and then I'd straight away think they're taking the piss. So I need to act to show them not to take the piss, or I'll do them in. So I had to change all that. Not everyone who does something is taking the piss. They just, they are, they are what they are well just things wind you up and that don't they and you know Lights sometimes I get wound up dead easy but it, no, it's not just a case of wound up it was a case of I had to fight my ground because I was in a dangerous game so I had to put on a persona that if you fuck I'm going to fuck back harder
1: and that comes with problems do you, th- do you think the, the threat of violence and things like that mo- most people are just terrified aren't they well, I
0: don't, I don't know, I, I mean, it, it, if you was attacked you'd fight back wouldn't you if you had to? Yeah. You'd have to, Yeah. and that's how I probably still would, but I'd try my best to walk away. Now, things don't get me as angry as they used to. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get angry as easy. So anyway, I did the two year course, st- did my time in Channingswood, which was jail, pleasurable, it was okay. Um, cleaner all the time I was on there, number one cleaner, which I loved. I had my own key to me, to my own cupboard with all the stuff, <laughs> so I was all right. No air fresheners, tissues, you name it, I had it. But I didn't take the piss. I didn't take the piss. Uh, everyone got what they were entitled to, and yeah, my friends they get a bit extra. Yeah, you know, standard in it, you know, cle- uh, server a lot. I sort them out, they sort me an extra pudding or whatever, you know, that's the way it goes. You're not gonna be given a job and not have the odd perk. You know, and the the cleaning officers, I did all the orders for what stuff we wanted, so I
1: knew what we needed. Well, having done that job, you know, if you get a good lad who's gonna make your life easier like that, ordering stuff and checking stock and keeping everything in order, of course you're gonna give him a squeeze. You know, it, it, it makes your job People never understand that, I don't think. As long as you don't take the piss and give everyone 10 yeah. items. You yeah, know. exactly, yeah. But
0: if you got the other air freshener, you know, and stuff like that, yeah. and they got an extra, well, toilet roll, I think class is extra. You know,
1: if they need a shit, they need a shit. I've always said that. You know, we had a cleaning officer. They, they used to get a toilet roll on Sundays when he did kit change, yeah. I've I've seen people come down you know, can I have a toilet roll boss, Sunday? And it'd be, true, I'm thinking, do you know what I mean? Uh, so you, you, I'd hand them out when as it's a necessity, as and when not need, Yeah, it's well you not, get them now as in when you need. Yeah, don't you? yeah. Because they so have you them, they have them every day, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so you,
0: you should. Know? Yeah, you should, for toilet roll, yeah. But back in the day when I was padded up with three in a cell, I had a rule, no shitting in the bucket. Yeah, if you shit in the bucket, it goes over your head. That was my rule. So we, we got the, uh, I said, them bomb heads have got to keep, you know, you've got to keep the fucking shit brigade happy in the morning. If they've no shit to shovel, they will have no job. They won't get the back here. Yeah. So we'd have sheets. You'd cut a sheet. Paper. of paper? No, a sheet. The green oh, sheet. Oh, a sheet, yeah? yeah prison? Cut, prison. Yeah, yeah, you'd damage one of them. You'd cut that up, squat down, poo on your, your sheet, Tie it up, throw it through it window. Shit parcel. Shit parcel. Yard. And that was it. And that's the only rule I had. There were two guys once. They were, they were, I moved in with them. <laughs> they thought they were going to get me sweeping the cell out. So, oh, is that what you reckon? Yeah, you're the last one in, you're cleaning the cell out. I said, okay. One of them went out on a visit. As soon as I heard the door go, I got up. I said, right, stand up mate, I've got to clean. He stood up and I just battered him. And I said, and when your mate comes, he's getting it. He was on on, on his bed. I said, if you stand up when that door opens, you're getting it again. So he didn't stand up anyway. The door opened, I got up. Door opened, the lad walked in, shut the door behind him. I battered him as well. I said, you two clean up from now on. I'm doing nothing. Is that the law of the jungle, as it were? Well, they, stuck, they took the piss. If they'd have said we take turns, I'd have said fair enough. But they try to make me the Joey. Yeah, you not. Big mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. So I had a single cell anyway uh, in the end, but challenge one. I, I, I sure, shared the sell in strange ways for four years, but I chose who I had with me. I was alone. Was you a high risk? High risk of what? High risk sell. Quite, quite no, often. No, 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 because I couldn't afford to be. Because if I was classed as iris, then they would say I've not addressed my offending behavior. Right. So I always had a pad, mate. But yeah. if I said to the cleaning officer, boss get rid of him, they would. Well, I, I was in with a, uh, uh, the same guy for 12 months in strange ways. 12 months I was well, with that, in. Well, that's France. no bad thing as well, is it? Uh, and he, he ended up getting released or moved. Sorry, I won't be a sack.
1: No, you're all right. See, the the whole cell thing really, um, you, you try and keep people, you know, cleaners you'll put in <laughs> with people and They were
0: fighting to get in with me because I always had here. I used to buy four packs a week.
1: <laughs> Popular yeah. guy, so yeah. I always,
0: yeah, evening queue for getting your next week's canteen I had a fag in me gob. And then it, I decided to give in 2008 because I was told I had lung disease. COPD, so I said, right, that's it, I'm giving up. So five of us, they said, you, you give up, you've always got a fag in your mouth. I said, listen, I'll be the last man standing, I'll tell you, anyway, we went on the patches. And I used to leave it on overnight, and everyone else used to dream, and they couldn't handle the nightmares, but for some reason I don't remember my dreams, so I never dreamt, so I didn't get that. I think it's because of a head injury, I don't know, but I don't dream. I don't remember my dream. Anyway, nine weeks went. I took the last patch off. I said, that's it, I don't smoke anymore. And then I, then I became anti-smoking then because I could smell it and it was horrible. I wouldn't let no one smoke in my pad. If they weren't a non-smoker, they couldn't come in. If they were smoking outside and
1: selling on the ones I'd be kicking them away from the So when, when when the no smoking coming in jail, right, so... And, and, well, and,
0: I don't know that because it was, it was smoking right up until well, I left. I,
1: I, know, I know why they did it. Obviously, there's concerns about people going in cells and passive smoking and all that. Uh, obviously, people st- still smoke in jail, as you will know, because it's just now become a valuable commodity. There's burn barons selling tobacco or whatever. However... Um, the healthcare became no smoking first and at first thought it was a good idea because when you go in cells oh, that's it, that's Exactly cruel On the healthcare people who were mentally unwell well, Mental illness well, A cruel. lot of smokers had come on there That's cruel Cruelty personified uh, that would be Well it, it was because it was classed as a hospital building because health authority paid for the staff it would be to me that would be cruel. well you know it's uh, the way
0: it is but it's still cruel because all they'll have on their mind is a
1: sick yeah. and it would just ruin it, it caused a lot of there was a lot of uh, restraints and kickoffs because there were no tobacco what do they do now do they have them in inhaler things everyone's still smoking mate oh? uh, burn barons taking it in they started giving people vapes, which you can use for charging mobile phones and everything. Smoke well, spice as well. Everyone's, most people are on Never spice. Had that. Well, most people are on I it. I've seen to people how, how vulnerable it makes them. Oh, definitely. You know, it, it's everywhere spice. So you you don't need to like you used to, to to smoke it. They're just literally burning it and inhaling it or whatever on anything, clothes, paper. Yeah. But tobacco, I don't know how much it is now, but I know it's stupid price. Yeah. A single Rizzler, were like a quid. Um,
0: I wouldn't do it. Well, I'm lucky that way. Anyway, I gets to me open jail, Lay Hill. Lay I had to go to, which is down Devon. Uh, that was all right there, it was all right. Um, anyway, I got in with a cleaner. He was a lifer, he'd done 22 years life. You may all know him, he's done the 36 year years of scary, so he'll know who he is. Will he? Yeah. I won't say his name. Yeah. But we got on. <coughs> so, anyway, he had an heart attack. Yeah. And uh, he was in South Mead in Bristol. That's the hospital he went to. Yep. And he got talking to this woman who, her dad had had an heart attack, yeah. Who was gonna end up becoming my future wife. Without me knowing about it. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, he gets back, and I'm working in Lale to get my own leaves. But obviously, I couldn't go to Manchester to have my own leaves, because you just do them for a day. So I had to go to Bristol to do these own leaves. So I'm doing my day, to me weekly visits to Bristol. You know, walking around Bristol on my own, didn't have a clue where Bristol was. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I'm heading for me next o- only it was going to be in a probation hostel in Bra- in Manchester. Yep. So Tony's talking to. He said, "Oh, this woman's doing my nutting. she keeps minding me, wanting to come and visit me, wanting this, wanting that." I said, "Well, I'm going on my own leave next week. Give me a number, and I'll ring her." So I rung her, and we just did it off, and for the next six, seven weeks, we was talking. I was on the phone, I went and bought a phone, I was on the phone for four hours, chatting to her on my home leave. And I think after about the third home leave, she said, oh, I'll come see you. So she came all the way from Bristol to Manchester.
1: Yep, that is a good hike.
0: Yeah, three hours three, in on a car, yeah. And we stayed over, I got permission to sleep at my brother's, we stayed over, it was good. And then, they decided that I was getting released, so obviously I'm still talking to this woman, Emma, my, my wife, who turned out to be my wife. I remember the first time she came to Manchester. She got she got off the train at Manchester, and I saw her walking towards me, and I thought, Jesus, she's fit. She, I'm gonna marry her, and I did. Six months later, <laughs> Jesus, she's fit. I'm gonna marry her, and I did. It didn't last, but we still talk. We still get in touch. We still, we, you know, we still uh, converse. But it didn't work out. But because of the Skills that I'd learned in Lille. Yep, I managed to. uh... Sounds
1: posh. No, that's good. That yeah. So we're still we're
0: still talking. I still have regrets, you know, but it just didn't work. And it weren't because of drugs; it was because of alcohol. She was she likes a bottle of wine and yeah. I was trying to keep up with the drinking but I can't, I can't do it. Drink. You're not good on booze, No, you. Oh, yeah. no, no. So I was with her for five years and then we got divorced and I moved back to Manchester and that's where I've been ever since. I found out where my son lived, I went seeing him. Things didn't work out. Is that with the missus ex Yeah, Yeah. Things didn't work out because she was stirring the pot. So anyway, I ended up where I just see my granddaughter now and my son's ex-partner who I get on great with. And that's where I'm at now, basically.
1: I don't think that's took an hour though, has it? It doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't matter. So... I'm in a good place now at the minute. When when you look back now... Uh, we've talked about victims. a lot. Of, other than one guy that you regret, you know, a lot of trouble sort of come to your door. Did it not? Yeah. Um, the the drug things now I think I I, I look at it different there are people who are going to use irrespective of who they buy the drugs off or whatever aren't they yeah Uh, how do we deal with that well you can't until they actually decide themselves that they want to stop you can't I mean how far back would you have to go before these people become addicts because a lot of people it's childhood trauma and stuff like that, isn't it?
0: Well, I can't even blame that, because I don't know why, why I bl- blame him childhood trauma. Can you remember the first time you used heroin? Yeah, in strange ways. 1981, when I got padded up with some guy who'd come back from court, rubbing his hands when they yeah. shut the door, and he pulled out a, a, a lump of heroin and said, do I want some? And then threw me on bed and said, don't go out so I'll bring it right on top. Because I weren't used to it. Did
1: he smoke it?
0: Yeah. And he... he, he don't forget in then days heroin was frowned upon I would have been fighting people on the wing
1: if they knew yeah just life, explain yeah. that you had it when, it, when I was on Young Offenders Young Offenders yeah weed's finding that heroin we only ever had one lad come on we had to leave him locked behind his door all night and put him on an adult wing the following day because they were all threatening him
0: because he was on heroin
1: yeah 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 they
0: didn't like it but
1: now it's 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 rife is it's right. I think heroin, coke and a lot are they're yeah. more prevalent than people would believe. Yeah. I've had people message me and say, this, this, when you're going on about drugs and that in the community and everyone's using them, that's rubbish. I say it's not. It, it is. Put it this way, you won't have got hold of a £20 note without there
0: being cocaine on it. Nobody no. will have held elder £20 note that's not in circulation that won't have cocaine on it. That's why a lot of the dogs sit down in strange ways when people have handled money and they've not used, touched drugs. Yeah. And they say, well, I'm not even... cocaine off the, off the money. So I people would start washing their
1: hands. How how would you, if if somebody put you in power, deal with a drug situation? Well, I'd legalise
0: it. Give them one prescription, but only so much. But they would have to... Um, they would have to conform to not commit crime and if they committed crime then they got took off the free programme
1: Would you go into schools to try and educate kids because I think kids have no idea Yeah,
0: you'd have to go into schools and say look, if you ever get offered drugs, say no because it's a life you'll lead that you'll end up regretting for the rest of your life no life on drugs, no life you know, put it this way: if I had if I, did, I had hundreds of thousands of pounds over the years, yeah, if I'd have used as much energy in making money, I could have a row, afforded a row of houses with the money I have spent on drugs. I became a very, very good businessman, but on the opposite side of the law. But I made hundreds of thousands of pounds. And you not
1: seen no for it?
0: No, only bloody bad circulation.
1: Yeah. Talking of circulation, I'm dying for a read. do apologise. No, Tony, uh, I've got some questions for you, not now. Yeah, you're doing another question? Yeah, we'll, we'll look up. Uh, I'm going to go back and revisit your story and then come back with some okay. questions, mate. Okay. Uh, and we'll do another edition, yeah?
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Thanks for your time, and mate. I hope I didn't bore everyone to death. No, Tony, uh, a <laughs> few shockers there. <laughs> Tony Wilson. <laughs>